<laughs> we are live. Weird Realities explores the paranormal, preternatural, and supernatural worlds that surround us. Here we delve into those topics that challenge us to think outside the limitations of realism, where we test the boundaries of imagination and are forced to think outside the confines and restrictions of what is normal. We are the creators, the writers, the artists, and the insane. Welcome to our Weird Realities. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boils and ghouls. Welcome to tonight's episode of Watching Weird. Um, we have uh, we have the usual suspects with us: Rich Rastucci, Alan Gamboa. Um, I think that um, I think Hadley was uh, committed to an asylum for a couple of days. So, in her place, we have uh, horror author Sylvester Bazzi and David Muga. Welcome, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, before we begin, you know the usual, hit the like button. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe. The more, uh, the more subscribers we have, the more people who get to see this and get to see our charming, pleasant faces. Uh, tonight, we got three really good movies. I enjoyed both of them. Um, hello, Laura. How are you? Hello. Good evening. We've got Megan, that horrifying story, and it's not about Megan Merkel. It's about a little robot. <laughs> hey, Ash is in the house Ash for the whole thing. Early. <laughs> yes. And we also got um, Fall, which I thought was just a terrifying movie. Hi, Land is here. Of course, I'm scared of heights, so that one just freaked the hell out of me. And uh, we're doing episode eight of um the, the last, last of us. So so gentlemen who wants to take which movie first? Let's let's do fall first. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Rich. Oh I can it said fall. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrificial limb. Yeah. yeah so I was a rock climber. For, for many years. I actually really? taught a class on, on climbing and knots. Yeah, when I And I actually did have a fall as well. I had a couple of falls. One of them was was it was like a 15-foot fall, and I landed on my back. It was, it was pretty oh. bad. Um, but I was young, so I just shook it off and went back to work. So this movie, when they were climbing at the beginning, you see them climbing rocks at the beginning. They're climbing up the side of a mountain. Didn't really do it for me. I was like, yeah, no big deal. And, and, and I knew somebody was going to was gonna fall. So <laughs> right off the bat, you know, there's an issue. Uh, there's three of them climbing. One of them dies. And the other two move on with their life. Um, then the, the wife of the guy that fell, she decides that she's just going to shut down. And so she shuts down and she doesn't do anything. And her dad, who's played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan's like, come on, you got to live your life and all that. She's just shutting down. Then her friend comes back. And she's like, Hey, I got this great idea. Let's go <laughs> climb this 2000 foot tower in the middle of nowhere. So guess what happens? They go climb the tower. If they didn't. We wouldn't have a story. Yeah. So they're up <laughs> to the tower. Bad things happen. Don't want to wreck it for anybody. Um, if you are afraid of heights, this movie is going to get you. This movie is oh, going to yeah. you on oh, an yeah. intrinsically deep level, and you're just not going to be able to shake it. 
like I said, I was a rock climber. I did that stuff. I was up on the side of the mountains, and I was never as terrified as I was when I watched the first 40 minutes of this movie. <laughs> so for me, when the scariest part of this entire movie was not when they were trapped up there, because everybody knows that's how this movie goes, but it was when they're climbing up. That's what really mm. got me, because I was like, I was like, oh, what? But and the rust and and the things that bolts. Yeah. And, oh no! Uh, once they're up there, I'm like, well, they're screwed. They're either gonna die or they're not. So it kind of went that way. Um, there's mm. there's quite a few scary scenes in this movie. There's a little bit of crazy going on towards the end, which I did not see coming at all. That was yeah. that was really. Yeah, I, I uh. didn't see that <laughs> coming at all. And when we get to the other movie, that I'll tell you. Yeah, I saw the whole uh. thing. But this, <laughs> it was a surprise to me. I did not see that the little bit of crazy that, that okay. happened. Yeah. Uh, Love Triangle, of course, we get that later on, too. But this movie, when they were climbing up that tower, I was on the edge of my seat. Once they got to the top of the tower, which is where all the fear is supposed to happen, the ladder breaks away, and they're trapped up there, and it's about how they survive or don't or deal with their predicament it just it just kind of lost it for me i wasn't very scared anymore um but i think that's where it was supposed to get scary so i, I mean again it's me just being screwed up yeah but i i just didn't it didn't do the frightening thing for me once they were up at the top but like i said at the beginning when they were climbing up there that's when mm -hmm. i was kind of shitting myself so i, I feel like i feel like movies in this genre tend to lose the tension when they finally get to things like that. So like um like Frozen and um the pool and stuff. There's always like this moment where it's just kind of like, okay, so there this is it. And then that's the rest of the movie. So yeah, I I, I when they got to the top and they were just kind of stranded there and they're trying to figure out ways to get down. It was just kind of like a slow Descent. I feel like that's why they had to toss in that whole triangle thing because without mm -hmm. it, it would just be two dumb friends that decided to like. <laughs> I um, I'm happy you climbed rocks. I have no idea why anyone's doing this. <laughs> Me and my wife were sitting there from the beginning of the movie. We're just like, why, why? <laughs> so, like, yeah, we we have a we we call these um note movies. Like movies that have situations that we will never be in. So, like, but um, I I really liked it, and I I loved the twist, and you know, um, Dad was there from Supernatural, and I love him. So, I always gotta support Dad. And then the guy that's in, um, he's one of the twins in the Scream that's out now. He was the husband who who fell, and and I didn't. I don't rock climb at all. But in the beginning, I felt like the girl who was over there free climbing with no rope and then them climbing with a rope, I just felt like maybe they should be like synchronized and not not do that. And then it also felt like his wife, I don't know if she just stumbled into this life, but she didn't seem like she was about that life. So I, I don't know what she was doing. Oh, you're right. She was just terrified. Yeah. Just so that we're clear, you never reach into a hole like that. You just, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's not done. And, I, and if you saw a cliffhanger with. Uh, oh, I love cliffhanger. Uh, oh, no. You yeah. don't. You don't <laughs> that. 
<laughs> David, what did you think of this thing? Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of it, to be honest. I mean, uh, watching it instantly, I thought like 47 meters down. I thought like the descent, my mind went yeah. descent. And I was really excited about it. There were some good parts. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but as far as like where you're talking about the crazy parts in the end, I was happy mm -hmm. with those. That was really yeah. good. But I just couldn't get over the fact they were not prepared. And uh, Rich, you know this very well, uh, being a climber. I mean, I've never been that deep into it. I've scaled a few things here and there, but my old boss was used to be uh, search and rescue. He's legitimately fell down a cliffside and he survived, but he had all the right gear and that's why he survived. They did not have any of the right gear in any of this movie. The harnesses were off. I mean, there's a reason you don't strap yourself down like that. Surprised their backs didn't break. But it's just, it's hard to get over like the right gear and the fact that they're all really big climbers. They do not look like climbers. They don't have the tone for it. They don't have the muscle mass for it. The upper body strength. They just, they don't. But yeah. put all that aside, it, it was it's worth the watch. I like the whole thing being stuck up top. I did keep on coming back to my mind. Maybe, just maybe, you should have packed like a Ram air chute. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, nobody thought to pack like a simple chute. Just, just something. That's what I thought too, because I was like, you could just really glide down if they had something to help. But, well, yeah. with 50 feet of rope, they could have made a prosecanus and gotten down anyway. So that's. But it was definitely worth the watch. I just, I just immediately started thinking of like 47 meters down the first one and then uh, mm -hmm. The Descent, which I loved those movies. Those are really good. Mm -hmm. But it was still a good movie. still worth the watch. It's still very much worth the watch. It just didn't compare to the other ones with the same kind of tone. I don't, I don't normally count The Descent because that's a whole other animal by itself. Like <laughs> once, once they had those cave dwellers, it was a whole different thing. Fuck being stuck in the cave. It's just the fact that they are there. Roger <laughs> that. Okay. Big Mike, what do you say? Alan, <laughs> Big Mike. There's <laughs> oh, oh, Alan. Already gone. Look at him. Alan needs new Wi-Fi. Probably because he's under 15 feet of snow in Nevada. <laughs> Ooh. Can't hear you, pal. Yeah, Alan. Uh-oh. Nope. 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 No, sir. So, Scott. What did you right. <laughs> well, Alan tries to come out. I'm the, I got to tell you, I wanted to see this movie. I'm the type of guy I love, you know, if I'm in a plane, a private plane at a thousand feet, when we flew a helicopter, uh, the Soviet helicopter into Iraq, I was hanging out the door. But I'm the type, you if I have to crawl a 10 foot ladder with nothing around me for support, scares the hell out of me. <laughs> I loved this movie. The first, like you guys said, the first 40 minutes was great. You knew climbing up that thing, the way nuts and bolts are popping out. It was gonna, it was gonna get bad. And just the idea of them being stranded up there on that tiny piece of metal. I got one major flaw with the movie. Weren't they climbing a cell phone tower? No, it was an old television tower that's oh, okay. out of service. Right. Yeah, it's right. out of service. Yeah. Okay, all right, good. Because I'm saying to myself, okay, they're like, there's a cell phone thing yeah. 20 feet away from them. But yeah, it they. Was... 
it's still it was, only going just for the light, I guess. Yeah. It was good, but it started to get to the point. It was like, how much more can you throw with these girls? You know? Oh, our cell phones don't work. Oh, I had, a, I had an affair with your husband. Oh, let's get the drone. Oh, the drone's running out of battery power. Oh, we got the drone dock running. Let's get. Oh, we're almost at the. We're almost at the. Uh, the little hotel. It got to a point to me. It was just like, oh my god, this is getting this ridiculous. <laughs> you know. Oh look, there's a guy. Oh, what did he do? Oh my god, I can't believe he did that. <laughs> yeah, um, it was good. I agree with Rich. It was. It was bizarre, but I did enjoy that batshit crazy twist near the end. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I mean, it's not one I would probably... I might watch it again if a friend wanted to watch it. Um, it's definitely worth seeing once, especially yeah. if you're scared of heights. <laughs> Alan! Alan! No. Damn it, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jamboa. <laughs> you are silent as hell. And we got somebody sending us some stuff from... Yeah, we got some... Uh, looks like Thailand. Uh, maybe hop out, hop back in. Let's see. Hmm. So, you know, one thing I really thought was interesting on this was uh, a whole year passed. Was I wrong? Like a whole year passed? Oh, yeah, from the death. Yeah, yeah. 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 about that. Yeah. yeah. This chick is boozing, and she's she's a widow. She's boozing the whole time. There's no way she's ready for that kind of climb. No. And no self-protection climb where we even go near that tower. No. She like, should, no, she should, no one should have went there. And I'm like, but you, should, you have no reason to be on this thing. They they gave the vibe that, you know, her friend is one of those social media and adrenaline junkies who, yeah. you know, don't really do everything by the code and stuff. So that was the vibe that they were giving off. So... I, I kind of went with that. I was like, I've I've heard a few people who have died doing dumb things just for social media. So that wasn't too too hard to believe. This is true. This well, is I also true. thought that her girlfriend was a little bit too she took she took risks <laughs> she shouldn't have taken because of the social media. So that's why Alan You good? <laughs> Alan, can you hear us? We can't hear you. I can only imagine what he's saying. I can read his lips. He says, can you hear me? Oh, for God. I didn't go into the minefield. I stood at the very end of it. Right now. Oh. Ash wants me to tell the story. When I was in Basra after the war, they, the Americans had bought, the British had bombed a train station. And there were T-34s all tipped over the place. And every time we'd go out, we'd go in and we'd take visitors in and we'd all be standing there in front of the knocked over T-34, taking the photos like we were game hunters. And I sent the pictures back to my first wife and I get an email. Are you an asshole? Did you look on the ground? And when we studied the photos, there was ordnance spread all over the place. <laughs> None of us saw it. You know, we're just like, oh, we got to get the cool picture in front of us. <laughs> While we're waiting, while we're waiting for others, we've got a lot of people who joined us. Um, Mona joined us. Uh, Landa was already here. That unusual person from God knows where. <coughs> uh, Craig, I think we said hi to Craig already. 
Uh, Londa Hadley joined the group. Uh, I think Mike is here. That wasn't China. That was, I think, Southeast Asia. <laughs> the Chinese would have banned us by now. Let's see. And uh, Tina was here. So Tony, I just showed up. Okay. So <clears throat> while we're waiting for Alan, what would we give this movie? I'll go first, and I'll give it. I'll give it a, a three point five. Um, scared the crap out of me for fifteen minutes, and then it just <laughs> kind of settled down. So I'll take that. I'll take that scary bit and give it a three point five. Okay. So that's what you think. Hmm? Um, I would. I would. <laughs> I would give it like a three point five out of five. I think there's a lot better. Like situations, kind of like forty-seven meters down was better. Um, I liked Frozen a little more. I liked ATM a little more. Like now, this we're was. Talk, we're not talking to Disney Frozen, right? <laughs> the first time you said that, I'm no. like, why is that scary? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, there's there's um better movies with basically like the same concept. This one. It was it was creepy because you got to see the height, but I mean I was sitting in my bed, so it was it, it didn't give me that much effect. It so. did have great special effects for the height. Yeah, and, and the uh, I you know no the vulture didn't scare me, so yeah, three point five. <laughs> David, uh, I have it down as a three point oh, like a solid three. I mean. Just simply because I couldn't get past the training issue, and I couldn't get past the the gear they had. They just were not prepared. But I did really like the twist. I mean, the one you saw coming a mile away, but uh, the other twist, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. And I'd give it a 3.5 myself. It was good. Um, the, first, the climb up was scary. Some of the initial scenes when they were up there were scary, but just it got to the point. It was like almost comical with everything they tried wouldn't succeed. So I totally um, forgot when they got robbed. That blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> when they got robbed, I was like, what? Really? <laughs> was like everything that could happen to these two girls was happening yeah. to them, you know? You know, I was almost uh, waiting for like, you know, somebody to shoot it down because they thought it was a spy balloon or something. <laughs> Alan. I'm gonna give it a two point five. Really? It worked. Yeah. <laughs> I like this movie. It was it was dumb. <laughs> it was a dumb movie. I mean it just was. It, it I don't know. I just didn't like it. Uh my wife <laughs> My wife didn't like. Uh, she she stopped watching. So I watched the rest of it. Yeah. I like with Sylvester. Why? Why are you gonna climb up? How much fun is like work? I could go to work and work. Yeah. I know. This is ridiculous. I could go paint my house and climb a ladder. Why do I want to climb a ladder in the middle of the desert where there's birds and? And then you gotta climb back down, like heads. Yeah, yeah. Climbing down is the part that sucks. Yeah. I used to slunk. And we would climb down into little. I can't do. I'm claustrophobic anymore. I I cannot do that anymore. I used to do it all the time. I cannot. You cannot get me. There's only a few small spaces you can get going to. But anyway, I give this a two point five. 
I'm terrified, but I would like to at least, I'd like to think I could try it and do it. But what, climb one of those towers? Climb yeah. But I'd they probably pay- get up like 10 feet and then say, eh, no, I'm going to go back to the hotel. I mean, they, um, they pay you good money to change those light bulbs. Yeah. You only got to do it like twice a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. 20,000 every time you do it. Mm-hmm. And ask, not enough. it's not you falling down the <laughs> stairs. It's the dog pushing you down the stairs. <laughs> okay. So. So really, this movie didn't get much more. It got between 2.5 and 3.5. Mm-hmm. All right. David, do you want to take Megan? Do I want to take Megan? Sure. Sure. What do I got? All right. So Megan's uh, relatively recent movie. Uh, so an AI girl doll uh, is programmed to be the companion uh, for a child and ally at the beginning for the parents. It's designed by this... Uh, Supposed to be brilliant robotist, uh, like scientist, Gemma, and uses her eight-year-old niece, who she just gained custody through through a very sad accident, and she uses the prototype, which is Megan, to help console her niece as she's going through the grief process of that accident with her parents, and from there it just turns into what we've seen in a lot of AI movies and AI learning how to. Take care of itself, but also it's prime. It's very important to note that prime objective of the AI is to take care of her, uh, the the little girl, and make sure nothing bad ever happens to her, harms her emotionally and physically. So that's a major plot point. Yeah. But it kind of goes all downhill from there. I thought adding emotionally was a bit much to add to tell the AI like make sure you take care of her emotionally too. I was just like that. That just felt like the AI is going to kill someone that makes her cry. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> this is absolutely true. And I started noticing that, like, partway through, I'm like, a lot of little kids get very angry over very silly yeah, things. yeah. So, like, giving them the power of a, a very strong oh. AI. I, when they were talking about, it, I was like, oh, well, a titanium skeletal structure. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> There's so many movies out there never to do that. Yeah. You make them out of nothing. What's that? So the Terminator taught us nothing. I know it did. It us nothing. I'm like, you guys have never seen iRobot. Uh, you guys have never seen Terminator. Yeah. Like, apparently, you guys don't understand. None of these people watched any of those movies growing up. It, it's crazy because it's like, basically, in my head, it was the company that made Furby decided to make a Terminator robot in the basement. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and, and then, and what tripped me was the price tag, $10,000. I was like, who's buying this fucking toy? What is going on? <laughs> I'm like, no. It was, oh, my God. But overall, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Uh, What's that? There wasn't two seconds of this movie that just wasn't telegraphed. It was oh, yeah. Every portion of it was so easy to see. Cut. Literally everything, all the way through, you could say, this is going to happen, and it happened. This is going to happen, and it happened. It just it turned me right off. See, I like the beginning of it because what Megan did to the people that were mean to the girl, that bully deserved yeah. everything he got. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, but then I realized, well, oh, that's what they're doing. They're like, oh, Megan's a good, you know, Megan's protecting her until Megan yeah. goes completely over the deep yeah. end. 
But I mean, I felt like that was kind of like a problem for me because like if you compared it to like child's play, the the fear of Chucky is that he's like he's going after Andy who's all innocent. He's going after the mom. But in Megan, everyone that Megan goes after, you don't care about because they're a piece of crap and they're just like terrible human beings. So she was kind of like an anti-hero. So you weren't really scared of her. You just kind of wanted to see what she was going to do to some asshole next. So, And I don't know, am I the only one that saw like dark comic undertones throughout most of the first half of this movie? Yes. Yes. It was kind of satirical. Yeah, I like that. The way they played it. The whole uh, toy company and the commercial yeah you know? well my favorite part is when she kills the guy in the elevator and she's telling him you know you're, you're so you're gonna be so sad that you killed this guy you know and all that you can't live with yourself. like i can live with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like no i'm good i love that part that part was hilarious he, he was like you killed him he's like no i didn't you did <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> Don't kill so my youngest daughter is really big into horror movies too, and uh, she was watching uh, this. She's like, These memes are everywhere with this girl dancing, like the robot dancing. Like, mm -hmm. I guess it's everywhere with her dancing. Yeah, and when that scene came up, I couldn't help but laugh. I'm like, What is going on right now? <laughs> yeah, but that was a lie. The chase scene in the woods, I was like, That's not bad. I kind of kind of wish we'd go oh, faster, yeah. but that's, that's what I expect a robot to kind of do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, the dancing. It was a big selling point when the first trailer came out, and like everybody just kind of latched onto it, and they were like, like splicing in music and stuff. Like I saw that meme everywhere. So, yeah. So what what would you get to this one? Go <laughs> back. And listen, <coughs> asked, and in honor of Jen, who's not here, we have to rate it on the dong system. <laughs> The dong system. I will give it. I will give it one dong because it was so ridiculously predictable. The doll wasn't scary. I mean, no. the girl was all you know wrecked at the end, and then it got a little frightening. Um, and and I did <laughs> like the Bruce robot. So the Bruce robot will earn earn it one dong. You know what I didn't like was that goddamn kid. I wanted to just freaking slap her right across the face, and I, I mean, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> what a little shit that kid was. She, she smacked her her caregiver. She smacked her aunt. I mean, oh yeah, on. no yeah. kid would do that. Well, would you feed that? I kid mean, she did just kind of lose her parents probably like know, three months know. ago. I know, but you can't be a little shit like that. I mean, I just, I just feel, feel like. The aunt should have sent her to Florida. Like, you weren't equipped to deal with this kid. I don't see why you didn't just send him to the grandparents. Like, she thought that she whole family is lacking common sense, though. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, my car was four by four. I'm like, who doesn't know their car is four by four? Oh, uh, and to park right in the middle, it was just like that was the only uh, scary part. It was, was the only scary part of the movie was in the snow park. <laughs> That was it. But uh, Rich, to be honest, uh, I mean, I work in public education. There are kids like that. Not gonna lie. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I, I get it. I there get are it. kids like that. I mean, a lot I of like wonderful the, children, but yeah, there are kids like that. I like the fact that you know they were showing how the girl was getting more attached to Megan oh, yeah. than her own aunt. 
But like Rich said, you know, when she started slapping people around, that would have been it. She wouldn't have stopped. That kid wouldn't have stopped rolling to the end of the movie. <laughs> and let's say, face it, if she spoke like that to any of us, most of us would have at least off the back of the head. <laughs> See, and then you would have Megan after you. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I got to admit, though, and I'm not going to give anything away, I did think the ending was just a little bit... It, it, remi- it was just stupid. <laughs> how, they, how they went after Megan. It was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it reminded me, I can't remember the movie, it reminded me of an old Stallone movie. Uh, the one with uh, Amanda Sante. Oh, Judge Dredd. Oh, Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Uh, yes. Uh, and the law. Uh, <laughs> so, what did we give this? You, Rich, you gave it what? This? I'll give this a one. The one, one, one limp dog? Yeah. Okay. State, uh, Sylvester? Um. So I called you Steven before. I am sorry. Don't you did. Me. I was trying to figure out who he was talking So uh, I am just so brave. I, there are times I fine. look at my family and have to like, okay, which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, although I although I didn't like the fact that everyone she killed was like an ass hat, so you had no sympathy or anything. I really like Megan. I got a good kick out of it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I love when she came up from that dog attack and looked all wild and looking at the neighbor. So I, I'd give it four. I liked it more than I liked Fall. So, yeah. And they're already making Megan too. Everybody get ready for it. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they already already started writing it. Okay, so if they want to make that better, this doll needs to be like mainstreamed in like 100,000 houses throughout the U.S. I think that's what's going to happen. Let's have some fun with this. Uh, yeah. Robot. <laughs> like why not just go all the way I work in auto parts uh, Craig said I work in auto parts 75% of people have no idea the car is for it or not that is mind scary that is super scary <laughs> it is but you know that's <laughs> I have I don't I know how to re- I don't know how to respond to that that's yeah, me I never would have thought that I mean I guess I'm not surprised I guess I'm not uh, from Craig's comment I, I'm I Today, I, I guess I'm not surprised, but how could you not know your car is four-wheel drive? I, I, just, well, I mean, it, it's just like fall. They weren't prepared for anything. They had the worst tires. They're going into a blizzard. Like, it, it was just terrible. That that was a terrible day. No common sense. Hey, I'm going to drive with no 404, no chains on a, in a blizzard. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm yeah. going to give this robot feelings. Horrible, and then, horrible ideas. And then while we're driving in the blizzard, let's stop in the middle of the road. I know. Over to the side so nothing can hit us. Where the fuck were they going? The Shining Hotel? I just like this at the top of the hill. I have a one-second shot of the hotel. I'm like, holy crap, that looks like the hotel. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, at least I'm in the 50% that does know the name of the car. So I called it. <laughs> I don't know what I'd give this would probably I'd give this probably two point five. I mean they I loved the scene when she killed the bully. I was just like that was so well deserved and that but uh, the guy in the elevator, but after that it was just sort of like yeah, it became predictable and wasn't that good. 
So 2.5 dongs for me. Who else has it? Alan. I'd, I'd give it a 3.5. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it better than Paul. I mean, yeah. I, Sylvester, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got a lot of laughs I mean, out of it. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, ha, ha, ha. But mm. I think kind of like RoboCop came out, some of the humor in it. Yeah, was, was aimed that way. Not it wasn't a short course. Robocop was great, but I just I thought it was funny. I didn't think of it as a horror movie. I thought more of a thriller, and I didn't think the actor was too bad. And I thought if you had thousands of kids that were acting like that girl, if they couldn't have their Megan, or if they Ooh. got attuned in that Megan, what kind of horrors would that be for parents, guardians, whatever? Across That's true. I thought that point should have been expanded on her anger and her her fit throwing, her rage. I thought, well, that's pretty cool because you see kids do that with video games right now, oh. or their uh, game stations or whatever. Candles, yep. You know, you take it away from them, they're like, ah. so I like that part. You know, it wasn't a great movie. You know, it wasn't a perfect movie or anything, but I'd give it three point five. I I don't know if I'd watch it again. I would recommend it. I mean, we got to keep it going because, you know, I'm holding out for the Megan crossover. I want to see her take on Chucky. I want to see her meet Annabelle. I'm I'm holding out for all of it. They already trash each other on Twitter, so. <laughs> Ash, that's the NC-17 uh, remake of it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find that on the hub somewhere. If I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Did right. everybody not vote yet on this? David, did you give a rating? No, not yet. Um, okay. I'm right in the middle with this one. Uh, whereas, yeah, she wasn't scary at all uh, as far as face. That actually kind of creeps me out more. I don't know if you guys uh, – so I had some older family members with those porcelain dolls always hanging up in the rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. That yeah. scared the hell out of me. Yeah. <laughs> so her little porcelain-looking face, you know, that was kind of scary to me. Uh, but besides that, yeah, it was you could see everything coming. But I'm also a fan of bad guys getting their their comeuppance in the end. So I get mm -hmm. I give it a three. Okay. Uh, what would you give it? A three. A three. All right. What do y'all think <laughs> was the sure best? Ash, I'm sure Ash does. <laughs> what do you think was the best death? What's what's everyone's favorite death from Megan? Uh, it's got to uh, be the bully. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of like the guy that got the paper cutter. Which one? <laughs> yeah. the, the boss? The boss, one? The boss guy. I kind of liked him. I, I was kind of sad he left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I kind of liked her killing the neighbor. I don't know what it was about the neighbor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was pretty okay that she needed to die. But like, part of me was like, Megan, you're you're killing too close to home now. Like, <laughs> they're gonna figure it out. I didn't like the fact that she got the dog. <laughs> you didn't. Like <laughs> no, I mean it's a dog. You know, I didn't want the dog to die. No, uh, I never want the dog to die. Humans, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> that that dog did bite. Um, what is it, Katie or whatever her name is? Oh yeah, like, the dog was an asshole. But the dog was an asshole because the owner was the asshole. True. <laughs> All right. So now, Sylvester. 
Yeah. Take the episode eight of The Last of Us. Episode eight of The Last of Us. So we're picking up from episode seven where Joe got shanked with a baseball bat. I didn't see it coming. He was fighting off some dude. The bat broke on a pole. He choked out the guy and then he's got a big old um, handle in his stomach. So Joe's kind of like TKO'd right now. He's laying down in the basement on a bed. And so this is that full Ellie focused episode. Um, and she she has to get Joe medicine. She has to go get Joe food. And apparently she's become a badass with a sniper. She takes down a nice little nice little dare and runs into what two two dudes who tried to deer. And we figure out that they are attached to the people that try to that tried to kill Joel. And I don't know. I like I felt like I built this episode up in my head because like I didn't finish playing the game, but everyone was like, he's the worst character and this is the worst moment in the game. And then like when I was done with the episode, I I kind of felt like because I read like Walking Dead comic books and stuff, I felt like Negan and them were a little worse than this guy. But um, so the the group leader, it's kind of like this mini little coat that's living in the in like this uh, snowy town. He tells Ellie that he's to be a teacher. That's the scariest part about it because he's he's a, a psychopath who likes little girls. And you know, are we spoiling it for anybody? <laughs> I don't. We, go for it. I wouldn't go too far into that part of it. The last part, but. Okay, well, I mean, shit happens in the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, so, but like, I, I, I've loved every episode. I just felt like I built up how terrible these group of people were supposed to be, and then they didn't seem too terrible to me. Even like once I got deeper into it and like I learned about their leader, I felt like. The guys that wanted to kill Ellie, they didn't want to kill Ellie. They wanted to basically give her a mercy killing because they were like, it's going to be way worse for her when she comes here. That's that's the whole vibe I was getting because like when she was knocked down on the floor, they were like, do it, do it. And I was like, why are they so gun-ho about killing this little girl? <laughs> and then like everything happened. So I was just like, I feel like their daughters had to go through it. Their family had to go through it. And they just didn't want another girl to go through it. That I had never thought of that point until you just brought that up. David, what did you think? It was good. I'm excited for the last episode. Uh, I liked the whole spectrum of emotions. I could have, I guess, I'm kind of a stickler for facts and uh, how the way things should be. Kind of similar an I am shot, I believe. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there the way it's supposed to be taking yeah. care of people. So. But, I mean, I think that actually might have made it worse long-term. I've talked to some of my medical professional people I know. But overall, it was really, really good. And I like, uh, obviously, like the fact that Joel came back. <laughs> and I yeah. like the fact that she, yeah. Yeah, she turned into a still, uh, I don't want to give anything away. She turned into a really interesting character, very dynamic. And I liked it very much. Yeah. Yeah, Ellie. Ellie really came into her own in this one. Like she was, she was a badass and really enjoyed it. 
she had to be badass in this oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I can't believe this kid's not going to win an Emmy. She's uh, <laughs> she's by far the best actor on the show. She's, she's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Everything she does, the, even the way she swears, is just great. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> now, for me, The Last of Us, the entire series, there's been eight episodes. Four of them were good, and four of them were just kind of... I'm not going to say it was bad television, because it wasn't. It was really well acted, really well scripted, and it was good television. It just didn't fit what I wanted it to fit. I want zombies in my zombie show. But the thing is, at the end of the day, this isn't a zombie show. This is a show about the relationship between Joel and Ellie. Yeah. And it, it th this is on me, but the series itself, I, I think, is kind of a bust because it doesn't have what I wanted it to have. That said, again, great TV. But this episode, yeah. episode eight, one of my favorites. Definitely yeah. in the one of the four good ones. I kind of like the one where, where the zombies came out of the, the ground and just killed them. Yeah, the fifth, I think it was that fifth one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was five. But this one was, it was a different type of terror. This one was, yeah. any any woman, you know, as a young girl that, that sees what happens in this episode is going to be really, it, it's frightening. Uh, and you can watch, you can just see the fear in this kid's eyes. This is another reason that she yeah. needs an Emmy. Until it was time to not be afraid, and then she just kind of, well, I won't wreck it for everybody. Yeah. Still needs an Emmy. So she was, uh, she was great. I highly recommend this episode. This is, this is one of the better ones. Okay. Uh, and there's still no zombies in it. There's not a single zombie in the whole damn episode, but it's, it was very good. And there's only one in last episode, right? Yeah. Was there even one in the last episode? Oh yeah. Yeah, it was the flashback. Yeah. The flashback to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. The backstory. Yeah. There's only one, I thought. Yeah, there yeah, were, yeah it's only one. That again, that that was good television, but I just it wasn't yeah. what I wanted to see. I, I wanted to see something else. Even the part with the zombie in the last one was kind of slow. It wasn't yeah. that great. I mean, it was a couple minutes, couple minutes of being afraid. But we well, we already knew where it was going anyway because right. yeah. that's how we know she gets infected. Um. But yeah, this one was really good. Uh, one, two, five, and eight, I think, are, are the four good ones. And the other ones, like I said, good television, just not what I wanted. I think, I think, like every other show, like which is weird since there's only nine episodes. But The Last of Us, they have filler episodes. But as far as filler episodes go, they're really good filler episodes. Yeah. Good television. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm I'm kind of in the the camp that felt like because it feels like they're doing the whole first game for season one i mean they got one episode to prove me wrong but that's what it feels like and i feel like they could have stretched that out they probably could have got two seasons out of the first video game but i agree yeah, yeah i think i think the filler episodes um the one in the mall and the one mm -hmm. with Ron Swanson, I think mm -hmm. those were decent episodes, but both of those could have been relegated to 10 minutes, you know, just 10 yeah. minutes of backstory and yeah. just get on with it and then do other stuff. But mm. I mean, clearly people like this, so they're doing something right. 
Oh yeah, people well, are it's, loving. It's funny this. what I notice on the pages, the Facebook pages, is if you liked the game, you love this show. If you didn't play the game, you're more critical of the show. So mm-hmm. there's a part of me now that wants to play the game, but it's like, well, I know what's going to happen next. Alan, I mean, what did you think? I thought it was a solid episode. Yeah. Did you know that the guy that played the cult leaders? Second right hand, yeah, was the one that plays Joel, yeah, in the movie and does the uh voice for Joel and the voice of Joel, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. A nice little, I re- yeah, cool. I really like always it. make the crazy why don't they always make them crazy Bible thumpers? Why don't they why couldn't it be any other religion? Why do they always? Throughout Christians as these crazy people, you know, are they easier to offend? I'm just throwing it out there. All right, you know, do you want to? You, you can't have them thumping the Quran or the uh, Book of Mormon or Seventh Day Adventist. You know what I mean? It's always got to be straight Bible. So, I think that bugged me. That that part bugged me because it was what do you call it? A trope. It was a, it was an easy low hanging. Yeah. I know in the game, they're not they're not religious cult. I believe they're just a crazy, yeah, group of people. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say what they are because a lot of people haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I definitely I definitely feel like a book they could have did like Mormons. Mormons yeah. definitely would have went over. I, I just feel like in society or in our history, we've had like the Jonestown, and we've. We've had a lot of religious kind of like Christian based yeah. cults. So I I think that's why they just lean towards that. But given the way he was acting, that Mormons would have fit that a lot better. I, I think you're right. <laughs> I love the I love the beginning of it. They're the preppers. You know, they're more of a prepper. Well, then I, that wouldn't fit them at all because those fuckers are starving. So, <laughs> so I, I, I had a different take on this. Uh, while I agree with everything you said, Alan, it seems to me that, that their cult leader wasn't religious. He wasn't a Bible thumper. He was making it up so that yeah. he could get that whole place under control. And it worked because they it were all doing... Great. Well, they were doing a rep. They were all engaging in a reprehensible act. Some of them unawares, but still, um, I fe- I kind of felt I got that he was always a bad guy, yeah. and he mm-hmm. used you know the Bible to keep these people in line. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like I with the what, Book of Eli. That's that yeah, was the exactly. whole concept of Book of Eli. See, I like yeah, I, I liked it at the beginning because I thought it was. Uh, a poor religious group and that he was using that David was using religion to keep the group together. And what I liked about the beginning of it was at first I thought, wow, we're seeing the other side of it. You know, we all, we only see Joel and Ellie. Now we're seeing the people that Joel killed. We're seeing the daughter. And which, you know, at first I'm thinking, oh, now we're seeing that maybe Joel and Ellie aren't always the good guy in this. But as that group went on, 
David just got you. You got to see deeper and deeper into his soul, mm-hmm. and yeah, he is fucked up beyond belief. And you know, and just when you think, because you know, at the beginning, I was thinking, okay, he's a little bit like Negan or the governor. You know, there's two sides to him, and he's trying to hold his group together. But then you just started to realize this guy is. He's fucked up beyond recognition. He was just insane. And uh, well, I like how, how a evil Joel could get. Yeah. Uh, Joel, yeah. Oh. But you That's know, the uh, flashback we need. All I keep hearing is we did some things. Fuck you do. I want to know. <laughs> but you know, I got to admit, I like that scene because if somebody was doing that to my family under these circumstances... I wouldn't have let him live. Oh, yeah. I love that. Threatening to pop off on me. Yeah. You, you know? know, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, he's going to keep them tied up. But then when he just started going all ape shit on him, it's just so like, okay, that hit the realistic mark. And the way, the way Ellie just challenged that guy, like, I'm not giving anything away, but like when she breaks his finger and then he says, that's it. I'm going to get you. And she says, oh, well, tell Ellie. And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, tell everybody that it was a girl, Ellie, that broke your effing finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But those, you could see she, through that episode, I mean, right at the end, she just went over the edge. Yeah. Not that I blame her. She was driven there. She yeah, was driven most there. most definitely. Most definitely. That that dude was was trash. But um, I still felt like, kind of like, because, like, in the comic books or the Walking Dead comic books, I know Ian was, like, comparing people's wives and stealing people's wives and stuff like yeah. that. And the governor, he was a rapist, and he kept his daughter and his um, his zombie daughter in his closet. I thought they were more just higher level than this dude. Like, I feel like if he amasses a big group, he's going to be worse, most definitely. But at the level he is right now, I didn't I didn't really think like he's the big bad that everyone was talking about. Now see, you one of you brought up a couple of you brought up the fact that everybody in the group had suffered under him. And I didn't see that. I saw it as he was with the rest of the group, he was he was more lenient. Yeah, he slapped the girl to keep her in line. I never really took it as he abused those women because he, he didn't respect them. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. He basically said, I'm your daddy now. And that just yeah. seemed creepy to me. So yeah, uh, that is yeah. true. See, I, yeah. I saw it as these people were followers, even when like James was questioning him and he just ignored James, and, you know, do what I'm telling you to do that. He really had that. Yeah, he connected with Ellie, and Ellie just like no, she didn't want to have any part of him. Yeah, I just I just felt like it was it's very reminiscent of like, um, kind of like Mormon cults and stuff, where it's just like groups come in for the lifestyle or for the safety and for the family, and then sooner or later they're marrying off their wife to the leader, and they're marrying <laughs> off their daughter to the leader, and I that's the vibe that I got from him i felt like he just like all those women there were his women and he 
liked Ellie because Ellie was new. Ellie seemed younger than the rest of the girls that he had too. And Ellie seemed like he, like when you see these coats, they were like, oh, you're the new wife. That's basically what it was to me. I felt like he was going to be like, you're going to be my new wife and we're going to rule these, what, 15 people. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, I'm going to talk a spoiler. So if anybody hasn't seen it, just sort of put your finger in your head. Oh, one no, thing, most definitely. It, one thing it was all I Tommy's fault. One thing I don't understand is where were they getting their source of food? It was the, the people. The girl said, you know, my father died. And then he said, you know, oh, she said, can't we bury him? He's like, no, we'll bury him in the spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, you yeah. didn't get that? Yeah. They're just I, I, anyone that been, dies, yeah. they probably went back and yeah. So I, I think anyone that dies in the group, they pretty much just string them up. Because there were like two bodies in that mm -hmm. in that place. Am I trying yeah. to well, who was the second one? Okay, well, remember, that makes friend. That makes remember sense. in the beginning, uh uh not the beginning, the end of the last episode when Joel yeah. gets hurt, they actually mm -hmm. go to attack him. It's not like yeah. It wasn't like they were just being nice. Like, hey, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to trade for supplies? No, no they, they jumped him. Yeah. So they yeah. went after deer. They were after people. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like how we sat down. He had that big old plate, and everybody else was starving. They had little bowls. I know, there. right? Yeah. There with his spread. You know, I, I thought that was pretty telling. He wasn't sacrificing anything. Mm -hmm. So, what did you guys think of this one compared to all the others? Was this your favorite? It was up there. Yeah. It was good. Tough to beat the first one. The first one was really good because it was uh, you saw that what was going to happen. And, yeah. and then when they bounced forward 20 years, the second one was also pretty good because you had crap tons of zombies. Fifth yeah. one, same thing. Very good. Lots of zombies. And then yeah. this one, no zombies to speak of, but a different type of terror and a different type yeah. of holy crap, is this really yeah. happening? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I put mean, this in the top five. Yeah, I will. This is my second favorite. The first, my first favorite, and is the third one. The relationship between the two guys. I thought that was the most brilliantly, one of the most brilliantly written TV shows. I mean, just, I almost cried at the end of that. But yeah, this one, not having played the game, I didn't see any of this coming. So you just you just wanted to see Nick Offerman at the Home Depot, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. gentlemen, we're starting to run into the show. So, what do you guys all got coming up, Sylvester? I, I don't. I don't know. I got a lot of projects, but nothing that I could like talk about. Um, I have nothing coming out until probably like the end of this year. But you guys can always get the Briggs Boys. It's free everywhere. And oh, Planet Dead paperbacks are available in all major stores now. So that's cool. All right. Awesome. Cool. David. Uh, book three of the radius should be out pretty soon. I was talking to uh, Punch Audio, and there's some draw uh, holdbacks on a few things because of everything going on, but they should always be done. And I'm fine tuning something new called the negative. I'm hoping to have it ready around summertime. Great, great, Alan. 
Johansson and I have a uh, episode of Low Balling this Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific. We're going to be interviewing Sean Linscombe, the uh, writer of the Apocalyptic The Ranch series, the best-selling ranch series. Not Ashton Kutcher and Sam Elliott. Oh, okay. And, uh, I was wondering. Yeah, and uh, I'm working on a couple books, and uh, I just got asked for another writer's book, so I'm pretty happy about that. Okay, Rich. I've got three anthology stories going. Uh, I'm writing the fifth book in the theory series, and I just started another story uh, that's going to coincide with the vampire tank story. Cool. Oh, good. How Nailed is that vampire tank story going? I'm at about 65,000 words. Oh, wow. Ooh. So I, oh, I, nice. I did a little... I haven't been sleeping very well, so I've been trying to write a little bit. Okay. That's good. Well, not the sleep thing, but <laughs> um, this weekend I'm going to be at the um, Northeast Comic Con and Collectibles Extravaganza, Boxborough, Mass. Uh, I've got all my books there. I'm hoping to sell them all. Um, tomorrow morning, the full cover reveal for Nursalissa Nine comes out. Um, I will also be, the book's going to be released on the 6th. I was going to release it April 1st, but I'm going to be in Virginia that weekend. So I kicked it up a few days. That way I can do, I'm going to try to do two or three uh, book launches. And coming out this summer before the next Tatiana book, I'm going to release my first espionage novel. Cool. Yeah. Who are you going to be in this? Nice. I'm sorry? Who are you going to be in April 1st? Um, <laughs> did I say who I'm gonna be? I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be in Virginia, <laughs> lucky Virginia. <laughs> All right, is there anything else? Oh, wait a minute, one more thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know, and they always say us guys are the ones that are dirty minded, but it's, <laughs> but it's Hadley and Jen, so all right. Is there anything else? Look, that about covers it, my friend. I right. would just like to say that I think the past three episodes is all Tommy's fault. Mm -hmm. Tommy should have helped his brother out. I blame Tommy for everything that has happened since. <laughs> what are we talking about? Which show? <laughs> last <time. laughs> oh, last brother. Oh, Tommy is Joel's brother. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Again, hit like, hit subscribe, and we will see you all next Thursday. Hey, special thank you to, uh, to Sylvester and David for, for coming on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs>